Hey everybody, welcome to the Pop My Culture Podcast. I'm Cole Stratton. And I'm Vanessa Raglan. Alright, V, how are you today? I'm pretty smooth, Cole. How are you? <laughs> uh, pretty smooth? Cool. I guess? <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah, uh, Cole just played a cool song for me called Just For You by Kamau. Yeah, it's <laughs> Not pretty, sure pretty about great the song, guys. Seriously. pronunciation. It's so good. I'm still on a little high. He <laughs> <laughs> just like, like super fun, upbeat, like R&B hip hop. Yeah, it's, it's so fun. It's yep. peppy and clever, and I'm addicted to it. There you go. And I just tried to buy it on iTunes, and my credit card got, got declined, so <laughs> I got to do a little sniffing around that. <laughs> but welcome to the show, everyone. Yeah, welcome to the show, guys. Uh, really great guest today, Rob Hubel, who uh, you know from lots of You stuff. know him. He's a famous person. Sherman Hospital, human giant, tons of He's one things. of those people that gets to be really funny and really good looking. Yep. Well, there well, you uh, go. Uh, he'll be out here momentarily, a tiny bit of housekeeping, and then we will get to our wonderful guest. Um, guys, we uh, once again, welcome back, the great Mac Weldon. Whoa, 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 whoa. Cole took an extra step. If you guys don't know, Mac Weldon is like the best underwear for men. Yeah. And they also have really nice socks. John got some of those too. Very nice. And other things. T-shirts and things. They're most, uh, you know, boastful about their underpants. And Cole, remember that we had them today, so he, just for our listeners, bust his crotch open. <laughs> My pants did explode somehow. I don't know how. I was out of the room for one second and I come back yeah, it was, in. It was pre me. It was like oh. in the car I noticed. So I was like, oh. oh, my pants have exploded. So the uh, the wonderful Mac Walden briefs, uh, boxer briefs are on full display this afternoon. Hopefully, uh, Rob will not notice. There's just a uh, huge hole, not like, like as if your your junk gained twenty pounds in the front. I guess. Uh, so uh, my manhood busted through. <laughs> And uh, uh, the Mac Walden uh, boxer briefs, the most comfortable briefs I've ever owned. And they're also covering up every uh, inch of his. That's true. That's true. They're super comfortable, guys. They fit amazingly well. They breathe great. Uh, they're very nice and form fitting, and we have reason to believe they make your junk gain weight. That's true. <laughs> so they look phenomenal. I'll give them that, and uh, they guarantee your first purchase too. So if you buy a pair and you don't like them, they will refund your money. Um, and and we've said this before many times, but like I bought a pair just randomly based on that coming across them. I think on my Facebook feed. Yeah, uh, I was like, all right, why not? And loved them, bought some more, and then was ecstatic when they came on as a sponsor. And now I've got my husband in them, and let me tell you, no complaints from the peanut gallery okay <laughs> <laughs> okay then but they're wonderful and i really recommend them and also if you play sports and stuff there's a silver line that are oh, great no. too to play in i'm not gonna go into depth there but uh they're they're good for that Ugh. and uh yeah so check them out there's lots of great colors and different things too so um go to MacWeldon.com. that's m-a-c-k-w-e-l-d-o-n.com if you use the code pop my that's p-o-p-m-y you'll get 20 percent off of your first purchase whoa yeah so give them a shot and by supporting them you're supporting us because it helps bring them back to our show and other and shows ultimately and you're supporting cole's package yes and like literally like Lifting and, and you'll be molding. supporting your own packages. That's should right. you buy yourself? And it's that holiday season. Packages abound. That's right. This is, like, honestly, this is going to sound cheese ball, but this, this is the underwear I would not mind getting for Christmas. Oh no, that doesn't sound cheesy. That's nice. 
It's true. That is a good gift, too. I hate buying for men. But, you know, a co-worker, get him some really nice underwear. That's right. <laughs> hey, uh, Gary, uh, I know we don't know each other that well, but uh, I, frame I, uh, your package I well. I thought you'd like season. these. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, please go to MacWalden.com. Take Inter- advantage pop of it. My- get your 20% off and... Uh, and Thanks. get your 100% in. That's right. <laughs> uh, also, uh, we're primarily listener-supported. There's a donate button on our website. PopMyCulturePodcast.com. Every little bit helps. We'll give you a shout-out on a future episode, and I believe we'll do the thanks next episode. Yeah, and those shout-outs are worth their weight in gold. Right. But I have to tell you, an audio shout-out doesn't weigh anything. Okay. That's true. <laughs> but we do appreciate everyone yes, so much. Yes, we sure do. So thank you guys for every little bit. You can also email us. Info at PopMyCulturePodcast.com. We'll read them all. We'll write you back. Guest suggestions, welcome. Just you want to say hi? You want to send us some fun artwork? Any I don't know. spells? Anything. Kind of spells or potions? That are sure. Specific to your family or region, I'd love to read them. That's true. We just like to hear from you guys so we know we're not doing this into a vacuum. Yeah, let's do a spell swap. There you go. Um, and also, you can leave us a review on iTunes. Just go there, click five stars, and Vanessa, what would you like the, the review to say this time? I think it should be simple. So you click five stars and you go... Hey, that felt good the whole time. And then it was over. No harm, no foul. <laughs> that sounds like a review Christopher Walken would leave. <laughs> hey, that felt good. Whole time. No harm, no foul. Five stars. I know it's hacky walking, but still. Um, thank you guys for no, everything. No than anything else we've done. That's true. Let's get uh, to our wonderful guest, Rob Hubel. Here we go. Woo. Our guest today, well, you know him from things like, well, God, you've done a million things, Rob. Children's Hospital, Crash Test, Human Giant. Rob Hubel is here. It's very nice to be here. It's very nice to have you here. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Hello, everybody. This is the colorful interview everyone is I for. said hello, everyone. There they are. You can hear them. There they are. They all said. They all said, hello, hello Rob. Rob. <laughs> oh, my Nazi youth. Oh, congrats. Once <laughs> you like get those people motivated. Kind of a romper room feel. <laughs> I see Jerry and <laughs> Gaby. Gaby. <laughs> I see Gaby. Gaby's listening. Little Gaby. Um, oh, boy. Well, let's start with uh, with Adele because it's kind of Adele mania currently. Oh. Um, when does never this Adele when moment. When we Soon. don't know. Soon. This week. Soon. So Adele will still be relevant by the well, time. Well, we don't know. Think so. because we hope so. Some booty videos are coming out on the rap channel. Ooh, you got them? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I watched her on Saturday Night Live. Big fan. Uh, How beautiful sca- is her you, what, voice? Very beautiful. Wait, I are, mean, we, is, are we really going to talk about <laughs> She's <laughs> a good be- singer, right? How, she's really good. When, no, they've like isolated her vocals and just her live singing. No music at all behind it is like... <laughs> yeah, it's actually like very. Uh, I don't know why it's so emotional. I, I was watching over the weekend, and like I do, I'm sort of a robot. Like I don't really ever feel much emotion. I think, but mm-hmm. now that I'm getting older, I, I maybe it's just like testosterone is leaving my body or something. I don't know, <laughs> but like I'll fucking cry at like a toilet paper commercial. Like wow. lately, lately. But um, but yeah, like her songs like can easily make you cry, and I don't know why it is. It's almost like it's so. Like, like pure. Yes. You know? And it's not trying to do anything. Like, if you just look at those lyrics, it's like, no, that's not going to get me. Yeah. And then her voice is like, 
Oh yeah. no, she hurts. Well, she the feels. other interesting thing watching her is that because um, I, I went on YouTube and I went back and watched like all these. I didn't know we were going to talk about this, by the way. But uh, I watched. <laughs> my wife went to the. We were away in Portland this weekend, and my wife went to the gym, and I was being lazy, so I just like went down an Adele rabbit hole, mm. and uh, I watched this video of her performing at some giant theater in England, like the Royal Theater or something, and she talks for like ten minutes on stage. About this one song, like her big song. I don't know the names of any of her songs, but like her her old last hit, and about the guy that it's about. Mm-hmm. And she, uh, but it's interesting to hear her talk because she sounds like she's so like Cockney. Yeah, you know, she's just like, just right. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but then when she sings, it's like this fucking like magical butterfly. Something inhabited. It is really yeah. different because yeah. like in the interview she'd be like, oh, it's about the chimney sweep that broke yeah. me hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hello. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh God, yeah. everything has changed. Yeah. So, um, yeah, she is, she's killing it. But, um, but she's really funny too. Like that's why I want to, I feel like I want to drink beer with her because she's yes. really funny and like she just seems like she'd be fun to hang out with. But yeah, she was talking about this guy. She's like, it's not really fair that I've written all these songs about this guy that that left me. She's like, I've painted him like, oh poor me, like I'm the victim. She's like, trust me, I was pretty shitty to him too. <laughs> you know? So that was funny that she was very honest about it. But um, what's weird about it to me is like her albums are named after her ages, right? When they came out, yeah. it's like 25 just dropped or whatever. How yeah. is she only 25? 25. By the way? Yeah. And I like she's got these songs of like staggering loss and heartbreak in the romantic world at 25. Yeah. Or maybe it's it just feels that way. Like you know when you're. When you're young, like that, it like feels every huge. breakup yeah. feels it's huge, and yeah. then you realize later, like, oh, that, that person was, not was a, big a piece deal. of shit. <laughs> yeah. That was good that I got out of that, you know. But well, um, let's hope she never gets there emotionally. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the thing. It's like you don't. If for for our benefit, you want her to be a, an emotional wreck. Yeah, you she's got to stay on that roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, but it's crazy. I mean, like uh, uh, driving over here, I just hear people, dr- you know, with their windows down, just. Blasting that that her her songs right now and that right. SNL sketch the Thanksgiving so one was yeah. like exactly it. it's so funny Eddie oh. Bryant can do such a good uh, it's Adele. perfect yeah it is a pitch perfect yeah. dare I say yeah. and at the end she gets blown away by that fan <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was weird is like so when the when the Hello video dropped like a month ago or whatever it like is that a month already yeah because yeah. it's been oh, on the list no, of things to talk no, about for a while no. but um like it's set single day viewing records which was previously set by taylor swift at 20.1 million that had 27.7 million views on vivo like the single day it came out so it's massive and they made a big deal out of the fact that it was part of it was shot on imax which i thought was kind of <laughs> Pointless, maybe. Yeah, well, like, yeah, everyone's watching it on YouTube. Like, yeah, why she you're watching it on your phone, like your iPad. With, yeah, it's yeah. like a field. Yeah, it's yeah. she's in a field, or there's a guy in an apartment. It's like it's not. You're not shooting the dark night. Like I don't know why and you it's need sepia like sepia tone. It's yeah. like, right. it's just, like <laughs> black and white. Like, it probably wasn't shot on IMAX, but it's yeah. like who's gonna call their bluff? Right, like right, right. we need the IMAX print for the big screen. And we need yeah. the yeah. biggest lens to camera we can get for the tiniest surface that people will be watching it. Well, on. what's so funny to me is that um, I went back and so started watching all these performances and she is and even on SNL when you watch her she's such a good performer that she doesn't really move yeah she doesn't have just to. that one yeah. hand yep. she can just, do a yep. little that's something. all she does is kind of that and like and then you realize if you compare her to other performers 
they have to put on such a show to smoke really and mirrors. Kind of, yeah, it's just smoke and mirrors. It's like, well, look over here and here's my car keys jingling. <laughs> look at this shiny thing. Musicians play instruments yeah, while yeah, I flop yeah. around. But she's just so good. She's like, nope, I'm just going to blow you away with these pipes. Oh. Well, it's like half the time in these live shows, you're like, are they going to be singing for real? Yeah. Or are they just going to be singing over a pre recorded track? Or, you know, what combination is it going to be? And then, you know, half the time you see these guys are doing this crazy elaborate choreography. And it's like, there's no way you could sing while well. you'd be winded. Yeah, you'd and, be like, so tired. Right. So I get that. But at the same time, like, if the music's good and you can sing, like, just that's all you need. Yeah. You don't need to do crazy theatrics. Yeah. But I can't like, figure out yet because I haven't tried. Is this good fuck music? Like, can you fuck it? Or is it just, would it be like sad, sad, sad but fucking that's, music? That's still good, though. It would be like the kind, like, it would be like breakup sex. Yeah. Like, you would have the last, the last time you you're going to have sex with you. You're going to part. We're going we're gonna to put this song on, we're going to do it, and we're going to cry and it's gonna all be over wet each other. everywhere. Yep. It's, from all it's, the more, it's more music that's great for, like, let's divide up the stuff and have a cup of tea. <laughs> yeah. You know? Split up all of our our furniture. <laughs> you can have the flat screen. Could be sad, like, self-sex songs. Yeah. I didn't just, want to say masturbating. I don't know Just why. jerking off and crying. Yeah. yeah. Hello. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> you see a guy, like, in the closing the window and locking the doors. Yeah. Just putting the pants fall floor yeah. to the floor. Lord. Putting the cat in the other room. Yeah. The door. <laughs> this cat will not watch what I'm about to do to myself. It's too sensual. Hide your eyes, Mr. Peepers. <laughs> um, yeah, she is doing So did the, did it do... It, so are, are we allowed to say that it came out yesterday? Or are we dating ourselves? I don't know when. Uh, that no, that's fine, yeah. Uh, so did it already set any records or anything? Or we don't know yet? I don't know if we know yet. It did. Yeah. I downloaded it. I haven't listened to it yet. You're part of the hello, problem, then. But, yeah, but that was my phone. Well, You're not really part of the problem. Has, so what? She only has two albums. Like she's just a baby. She's got three. This is the third. Oh, it's a third. Yeah. Okay. I don't track her that hard. And she's. It's been a little while since. The I last think it was one. what nineteen twenty one and twenty five. Mm-hmm. Am I yeah. right about that? And now she has a baby and a husband. And she writes all of her own stuff, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. doing it. Because guys... I had some good ideas for songs. Oh, you should still email us. I, I might email or Or just tweet and tag her. That's a good you idea. You know, oh, live, lyric by lyric. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, I've yeah. gotten some stuff on the air like that. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you have not. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess that's a battle of wits. That would be fantastic. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. I think it's more of like a pick your battle. Like if you tweet at Chumbawamba, they're going to pick them up. Yeah. They're probably they're like, Ooh. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> They'll use them. They need them. Guys, I get knocked down. I get back up again. We've no already one's ever gonna done keep me it. Down. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> okay. Anything else? Please, God. I don't anything have any more. That was my only idea. Dang it. Well, We'll do a new one. I put a song about the next day, and it's like it takes a water drink, it takes a Gatorade drink, (laughs) it takes some salting crackers. (laughs) That's for all the diehard Chumba Wumba. Yeah, Yeah. like why not? You really really know you're a Wumba. (laughs) (laughs) Wumba man. That's why he's got that tattoo on his butt. I wonder like what their fans are called. You know what I mean? How like bands have Wumbos? They all killed themselves. (laughs) (laughs) They're called dead. They all poison themselves. Well, that's oh, fun. Right, got super. They're sad. in a mass grave somewhere. Can I hold this? What yeah, I, sure. A little bit of showmanship yeah. to the podcast there today. Just for the listener, I just took the mic off the stand. He's and I'm leaning back. Like he has old, a tall frame, like an old timey lecturer in college, holding oh. the mic in one hand. 
Mm. Alternate life. Mm, I should have been a professor. Yeah, you would have been much happier. So much sex. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even sometimes, like, you'll put a mic in somebody's hand and they, they just won't talk into it. Absolutely. They just hold it. And then me and Sheer do this show here in LA, Crash Dust, and uh, we'll do, you know, we'll just stick around with the audience for a lot at the beginning. And if you put, people have a weird reaction to a microphone in their face. Like if you just walk up, a lot of times we'll just walk up to someone in the audience and just say like thoughts about Obama, you know, Mm. and just put the microphone in their face and people just, depending on the question, they'll just like clam up or freeze up or the worst type of person is the person that takes the microphone from you. Oh, pulls it from your hand. They take it from your hand and they, they think that they have going to be funny. They're like, or they're like, I got something to say. Finally, someone's going to hear me (laughs) and my racist thoughts. (laughs) Oh, sir. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Found you. Yeah. I'm not racist. I'm racist. I'm more refined (laughs) with my hatred. Yeah. 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 That is weird how people just like, Especially if they're not accustomed to it at all. Like if, if if you have a panel of people at summer comics or whatever, and some are like, "I'm a scientist" or whatever, like they will literally. Where have you just, been hanging out? They'll just hold it like at their waist or something, and like not even. It drives talk me into crazy. It. Like if you go to a wedding and people are making a wedding toast and they don't talk into the microphone and you can't, you're like, they've put, got the paper. Hold above. the fucking <laughs> microphone by your mouth, Uncle Dave. Like <laughs> if you're gonna read your 12 page roast of you know your. It needs. rhymes. Yeah, oh, of course it rhymes. <laughs> I'm of the funny guy. <laughs> oh man I have to wa- write a speech for my best friend's wedding And I've started just this morning I was like oh gosh When's the wedding? December 13th oh, I have time but late. I'm also no, officiating it no. And oh, I gotta do boy. too many different kinds of speeches lot. One's gotta be uh, you know, Have you ever done a wedding before? Yes and it's very fun I'm not worried about that but this toast I am for You're some reason You're gonna need, go get Bruce Get Bruce Falange Oh, he'll help you out. Get Bruce. Do Valanche. you have access to Bruce Valanche? <laughs> I mean, just tweet at him. Oh. <laughs> it's you the said same go as get Dumbo. Bruce. First of all, <laughs> as fact, if he's in a cave here. Yeah, and that Bruce. you're on a first name basis with him, and that all of us would know exactly which Bruce <laughs> which you're Bruce? talking about. Like I thought you meant Batman. <laughs> Bruce, we've got a case for you. Go, go get Bruce. Wayne. <laughs> go get Bruce Wayne. Um, yeah, you got to get to work on that. I know. Yeah. I know. Well, do you have any idea already what you're going to talk about? I don't really like her. No, just kidding. I have years this of memories. So. Let me tell you something about this bitch. Okay, this hole right here. <laughs> Meanwhile, the family is shocked. Four whores and seven years ago. <laughs> I'm looking at you. Becky, Elaine. Really take her down. Yeah, yeah. well, she's a very bad person. Um, that's going to be, that is a lot of work. Because you want to balance. It's a hard line, I think, the, the wedding toast. Here's my advice. Okay. Keep that shit short, buddy. Mm-hmm. Keep it yep. short. No one cares you're right i mean they do but they they don't don't. yeah we've all been to weddings we've all been to a lot of weddings we want to be drinking we want to be drinking dancing and not listening to people we don't get up there with fucking 12 sheets of paper and you start your hands trembling Um, when we first met (laughs) you know what you know who appreciates that story you and her that's it so don't make us go through it don't what if I give her the her unedited day. version? Oh, it's no. It's not her day. <laughs> it is not her day. It's my day. It's my day. I you flew here. Flew. I flew here. Lodging. I got a babysitter. I drove here. I, you know, I you fought with my wife. You bought them a cheese board. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> yes. The $100 cheese yeah. board. They had the, the nerve to the think we should get them. The barrel, you know, mirror, sunburst mirror or whatever oh, yeah. they wanted. Mm-hmm. So it's my day. <laughs> So I just want to get up. fucked up. 
<laughs> and I want to go back to the hotel and watch football. So Let's get, get, the show get on your little. That's good. I needed to speech. hear this. I needed to hear this. Well, that's one viewpoint, but I mean, you do have to balance it. I'll give her the unedited version. What did you have to do? I didn't mean to hijack the podcast. Mm-hmm. No, no, it's great. What did you have to do to become uh, an officiant? It's about as hard as getting a weed card, I think. Do you, you go just, online and do the yeah. thing? Yeah. Uh, you both universal at the same time? Is there like a life ministry? Yeah, think, that's yeah. what I told our person to yeah. do, and I hope it's that they did it. incredibly easy. Yeah. Can I make the suggestion for your speech? Yes. Pepper it with in-jokes that aren't real in-jokes. Oh, that's that fun. That no one will understand. That's really um, funny. And pink shoes be... at Barney's. <laughs> yeah. Um, dog fights. Remember? Remember? The dog fights. Of course you don't. <laughs> she's like, what the fuck is going on with But everyone message? that doesn't really know her thinks she's very excited. Yeah. <laughs> Say Watanejo. Am I right? Yeah. Donkey show. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, what is a donkey show? <laughs> Did my daughter have sex with a donkey? Uh, not exactly, wink. <laughs> is it sex if they're in love? Do you remember when we blew all those astronauts in Cape Canaveral? She's like, I don't remember that at all. They're supposed anyway. to count down before blastoff. But they don't. <laughs> they sure do. <laughs> they, instead, they just punch you in the temple. Anyway, um, <laughs> beautiful ceremony. That would be, it would be so fun to ruin someone's wedding like that. If you just made a choice, like if you were dying, if you just didn't want to tell anyone, but you had cancer or whatever, and you were like, this I'm going to be out of here in a month anyway, I'm going to take everyone with Guns me. Guns blazing. Yeah. Make a wish is like, we can't help you ruin a wedding. <laughs> you just want to meet well, Nick Nolte or something? Well, a Kickstarter. Don't you, you want to go to like a Dodger game? Yeah, and, we can do that. <laughs> everyone does that. I want to ruin a wedding. <laughs> I'm a monster. True love will die at my hands. If I can't have it, no one can. That would be amazing. There we have it. Well, it thanks, guys. Good brainstorming sesh. Yep. Well, usually when you're talking about Adele, you're talking about ruining weddings. Yeah. Of course. I found. Um, She's going to be big at weddings. Was that I, a weight no, thing? I was, no, it was she not. Because she looks beautiful. You are doing this. You are trying to flip it on me like Another I was making Another white a, man comes No. First his. of all, I'm black. Everyone knows I'm black. <laughs> yep. And second of all, I was not making a joke about her weight. I think she's gorgeous. I would let her urinate on me. Oh, I think you just like completely. If that's in the letter. Yeah. I shouldn't have that's said in the that. Notes I should not have said that. Yeah, I'm married. Should. If my wife hears this, I'm married. she would let Adele pee on she her would, too. We would invite we her would into our marriage all. and let her pee on all of us as a union. What, what was her trajectory like? Where did she pop from? What did she pop from? I don't know. I mean, my first introduction was just it was 19, right? That yeah. first album. I don't know. And she wrote that and. But how so do you sneak? How, she, how do you sneak around? Like you know, when she was eighteen, she was kicking ass. You know, yeah, like, somewhere. Yeah. When she was seventeen, she, she was, was sleeping with chimney sweeps, getting material. <laughs> yep, <laughs> the whole time. You have a weird view of England. I think, <laughs> I think it's pretty. Uh, this is for me, album love. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just I thought maybe she. Um, did you see the video? I, I don't know where she came from. Is what I'm saying. I thought you guys might Space. know. Like, no, I don't know. Um, but did you see the video where? She goes to a bunch of Adele and oh, yeah. and they put the makeup on her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's so funny in that too. Yeah, she's, she's a really good funny. actor. Like, oh, I love her. Yeah. She really does have me right where the whole. She's, she's got, got the you. whole world. She's Do you think you she'll make that transition to like film and stuff, or I think she'll she's become got an actress? Zero fucks to give. I think she's doing her. Dude, yeah, I think she is rich as fuck, and she's Doesn't like, care. she probably wants to raise her baby and like. 
Look, you do an album every few years, and you have a great life. And do like, another Bond song. Tour around. Yeah, do a James Bond song. Speaking of be better than the Sam Smith one, I'll give you, tell you that much. Ooh, Sam Smith burn. Despe- well, this is what we're known stay for. Down. <laughs> stay down. Stay down, I like Sam, Sam Smith. Smith. I like him a lot, but that new Bond theme, I don't think really worked I didn't like well. that movie. Let me tell you something about Spectre. Go back to the drawing board. Whoa. I I'm finally coming in saw hard it. on Spectre. I finally saw it. I thought it was okay at best. I thought it was okay. I thought the first the first half of it, I was on board, and then I just felt like, oh, did we? Did you guys have a deal with the chopper? Like, we're going to have a few <laughs> scenes where, like, the one set piece with the chopper was great. <laughs> right. The ending, is. am I ruining this for everyone? Uh, I haven't seen it, but oh, I don't okay. mind either. There's, just, there's too much with a chopper. There's uh, a lot of chopper. There's a lot of aviation movie. vehicles that don't need to be in the movie. They, they feel repetitive. Yeah. My biggest problem with it was... <laughs> They, it's the first Bond movie that I can think of. Maybe I'm wrong, but where they rebooted a villain without acknowledging the back story. We like, don't need an origin story for James Bond. We don't need <laughs> to know his whole deal, like from his childhood. Like he's not Batman, right? I'm pissed. My whole thing is like was Christoph Waltz was Blofeld, which is he's a villain in like the early Bond movies. Spectre's in the early Bond movies. Mm-hmm. So my whole thing is like, wait, is Spectre? Spectre is the organization, a, the evil oh. organization that yeah. has an octopus ring that looks like. I an call Afro it pick. ISIS. Okay. Everyone else calls it Spectre. <laughs> I've heard of that. Hilarious so like, ISIS joke. Count it. There it is. <laughs> Don't count it. Delete it. We'll go back and delete that. He let a, a Dale P on him for what it's worth. If you heard that joke, that means there was a fucking editing snafu. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's the first villain that like has been in the earlier Bond movies. They just kind of pretended was never real before. Like this yeah. is. It gave him his origin story of how his eye got fucked up and the cat and all that stuff, right? Because mm-hmm. because like it's what Doctor Evil's based on. It's yeah. like the the bald cat petting yeah. villain that Donald Pleasant played in the early movies and stuff, which I'm like, okay, I'm fine with the idea of like Blofeld's back again. Cause that happens. And like Spectre we thought was d- dead since the sixties, but it actually has been operating this whole time. Like I like that idea, sure. but just the fact that like, Oh, what's the Spectre thing? Who's this Blofeld fella to me felt a little like now you're just negating yeah. all that came before. Whereas they never really did that before. There'd be different Q's and M's like people would retire, different actors would play them, but that was more the position. Like, when Judy Dench died, Ray Fiennes took over. He's the new M, like yeah. that kind of thing. I thought, yeah, it just felt the writing felt a little rushed or something. Like it just seemed like they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's James Bond. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually saw him at a party uh, recently. Not I, first of all, let me preface this. Uh-uh. I don't go to a lot of Hollywood parties, but I just went to a pretty Hollywood Hollywood party, and James Bond was there, and my wife. You know, she's a lady and she, would she can't let him help pee herself. She yeah. would let, what did you say? I didn't say anything. It sounded like you said she would let him pee on her. I did didn't say that. Say I didn't know. About no. my fucking no. wife? I don't think I did. Do you have that. any idea how difficult marriage is? <laughs> I do. I've been the, married quite some time. The struggle and to I stay would let together. him pee on me, is what oh, I was boy. saying. <laughs> but yeah, like that is the one guy that she goes pretty crazy for. So, um, we went to this screening of uh, Adam McKay's movie, The Big Short, and afterwards there was a very fancy party with all these Hollywood people, and we were immediately like, we are out of our league. But um, thankfully, someone told us to dress up, because otherwise we would have looked like dick holes. <laughs> but whoever told us that did not tell our friend Jack McBrayer, and <gasps> McBrayer showed up in like jeans and like a t-shirt, and he was like, y'all, I am mortified. <laughs> 
<laughs> y'all, we need to get out of here, y'all. The facial impression is so good. I wish everyone could see the whole thing. It's uncanny. <laughs> but he he was so funny. So uh, so anyway, so um, Daniel Craig walks in, and my wife's like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> Literally had this uh, like a, a meltdown. Like she was just like, "Oh my god, don't turn around! It's fucking Daniel Craig!" And I was like, "Well." So I immediately started cock blocking my wife just to prevent, <laughs> like I was just like hanging all over her just in case like she thought know. that, yeah. Or James Bond thought like, Oh, right. I'm going to go try to hook up with that girl. I was like, Mm-mm. no, James Bond, you're fucking not bro. <laughs> and, uh, so he, it, so we went over to congratulate McKay. We're talking to him. And then all of a sudden fucking James Bond walks up smooth as ice. Does he wearing goose a tuxedo. Her? Does he goose her? No, I didn't say that. So. Not on my watch. <laughs> he would not goose my wife. But so he comes up and uh, he started doing this bit with McKay where he was like in a, uh, a bar with a cigarette. And so they're joking around and, you know, he's being very nice. So then there was kind of an awkward moment where we're just standing there and oh. I was like, well, I got to introduce myself. So my move with famous people is I always pretend like. I'm not impressed or mm-hmm. not, I'm not a dick to them, but I just am very casual. So I was like, Hey man, I'm Rob. And I shook his hand. And then I turned to like, you know, as if my wife was going to introduce her, herself puddle. and she was just a fucking melted <laughs> puddle of liquid. Like literally couldn't talk. I've never seen her like that. Like couldn't talk. She had like some sort of facial palsy where like her, like her face got all frozen and like her hair, like just like got all sweaty and everything. And like blood started coming out of one of her ears. And, uh, so yeah, so he just like, sh- he looked at her and she didn't say anything. He was like, so then he just went back to talking to McKay and kind of like, you know, blew us off because my wife literally couldn't talk. And I think he thought there was something wrong with her. Well, that's going to make you feel safer as a husband. though. Yes. I know that she can't cheat on me with James yep. Bond because she right. couldn't handle it. Yeah. She cannot handle so it. So that's my James Bond story. But the, but I, uh, I, the only reason I brought it up, not to name drop, but, uh, <laughs> James Bond <laughs> <Yeah>. and <laughs> also that, uh, I almost said, Hey, dude, Spectre, go back to the drawing board. (laughs) You could have been like, call me Blofeld, because there's another lady I'm taking out of your life, you know? Nice. could have walked away. Nice. Well, what I did do was, uh, uh, so my wife and I kind of laughed because she couldn't handle it. And so then, you know, we were still this far away from him, you know, for a few minutes. So I just turned, and I thought it would be funny if I started, like, making out with my wife. So I started, like, making out with her, like, right in front of James Bond. Is this real life? Yeah. Just to be a dick to her. And it was outside on this hotel roof and my nose was cold and my nose runs. And so she pushed me away and she goes, ooh, you got snot all over me. (laughs) So that was my... Me trying to be James Bond. I wish I had a better story like that where I could be name dropping. Like, because of the show. And a, hey, listen, that's my only one. That's like, very uh, good. That's the my only karate one. Karate Kid walked in, and fuck, uh, I would love that. Yeah, I mean, can uh, you call him the Karate Kid? <laughs> hey, Karate Kid, <laughs> yeah. wanna fight? Why don't you do karate on me, Karate Kid? Dude? I'm a grown man. Oh, sorry, Karate Adult. It's the Karate Adult. Hey, everybody, everybody look at the Karate Adult. <laughs> I like that Vinnie Barbarino's gonna yeah, right? cat call <laughs> Ralph Macchio. Um, no, that's my only Hollywood plays. story as of late. But uh, he, I will tell you, man, I'm a fan. I, I am a fan of his. What, when I think he's great. Just not Spectre. Is he striking? He's fucking ripped. Even his mm. face has muscles. Like he's just fucking. 
ripped. And you can smell him. He smells like sex. Oh, yeah. And semen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, And balls. Yeah. It's fantastic. (laughs) Yeah, you get hard, like, just when, just being near him. Because there's so much excess testosterone, it just blows all over you, and then your dick gets hard. Oh, man. Yeah. He could do, like, a party circuit with that. It's just, he he should do He's human Viagra. He should do that. He's human Viagra. No, yeah, he's a good-looking guy. He's a good James Bond. I just, he's a great James Bond, and people were all up in arms about it when it happened. Oh, he's I know, blonde. remember that? that? Can't yeah, happen. yeah, yeah, oh, he's, yeah. He's got blonde hair. Yep. Fuck him, kill him. I'm still excited to see Spectre. I've heard exactly both. Like, you should see it. It's, I mean, it's, it's not terrible. It's just it's very it's very methodically paced. It's the other ones never are just exciting. so good. The yeah. other ones are so yeah. good. Well, I don't know why I'm bringing up something that's so old, but. You know, the opposite thing was Mission Impossible this time was so good. Unbelievable. Yeah. Wasn't Fantastic. it so exciting? Like when you were talking about the helicopter um, set pieces and that, yeah. I was thinking, like, how creative did they get in Mission Impossible? That was like it's the really action good. movie it's in recent really... years that was just exciting, exciting, exciting. I thought it was all good action set pieces. Yeah. Like yep. Motorcycle chase, uh, underwater, underwater epic centrifuge like, thing. Yep. It's all so just like cool. cool. Holding on to the outside of the plane, cold open. Like, yep. And, yeah. And He's say a, what you want about Tom Cruise. Oh, the dude. And I'll say, let me tell I will go <laughs> off. I will fucking go off on this dumb, dumb, <laughs> and your dumb organization. But yes, I agree. Very good. He He's is very, very good. The fucking man. He's so good at like. You watch him in a movie. Say what you want about him. Watch him in a movie. You're fucking. Yep. I'm on board. I am in. What was the one he did uh, tomorrow or uh, uh, where's Edge of Tomorrow? Edge of Tomorrow. So good. No one saw it. I don't think it's great. It's so good. Fantastic. He's amazing. I remember going to this Mission Impossible before I went and being like, this clown is not going to get me back because I had only been like immersed in the, you know, clowniness of his. Yeah. All everything. And like. Immediately, I'm like, oh, he's he's he so good. A fucking movie star, and you he's, can't take your eyes yeah. off the him. ultimate movie star. And also, like, one he does most of his stunts Ageless, in those movies, which is ridiculous, charming, crazy. That's crazy. Which is crazy. Is that true? He does yeah. his yeah. stunts. Like he was hanging Jeez. out on that plane, nuts. And then, I heard that. I did hear him like, say that. Like, two. Like from what I understand, he's the most professional guy on a set. He's yeah. on time. Yep. He shakes everybody's hands. He says hello. He's kind he and knows his lines. He, yep. You know what I mean? Like a lot of stars, especially movie stars, are late. They make everyone wait they put production way sometimes behind, having you know? a terrifying alien god i have one tom cruise story <gasps> oh i wonder if i should even am i digging does are people listening to this is no, are we gonna get in trouble we don't release these who have i made fun of so far no one no one okay because i i want it to be known that i love everybody <laughs> uh no i did i did have like one afternoon with him and i will Whoa. say like i was i was fucking blown away he was super cool Super funny. Like, I, I, same thing. Like, I just wanted to hang out with him all the time. You know, I didn't talk at all about uh, clowniness, as, yeah. you, as you put it. But uh, is that, that's code now for Scientology on this podcast? <laughs> yeah, for <Okay>. now. Cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, I got a call to, uh, they had done, uh, they had shot all of Edge of Tomorrow, I guess. And then they, um, they figured out that they had to uh, go back and do all of the talking scenes, like all the exposition scenes. So I think they needed more money. They had run out of money with the studio or whatever. So so what they were doing was, I guess they go and they shoot like the cheapy little version in a studio in Hollywood. And uh, they shoot it on like, you know, a, like cheapy little cameras. And then they just show that to the studio and they go, okay, here's all the talky stuff. Here's how we're going to do it. This is basically what it's going to look like. Uh-huh. But they get them there to do it. Like it's like Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt wow. doing it. So 
my agent called me up and he's like, Hey man, this is, it's not going to be in the movie, but everyone at the studio will see this and you'll be doing a scene with Tom Cruise. And I instantly go, no, (gasps) it's not going to be in the movie. I don't want to do it. This is a favor. I'm not going to do it. I hung up. You're a real grown up to have that reaction. I was being a dumb, dumb, so (laughs) stupid. I have no brain. So my agent like waited a few minutes and he calls me back and he's like, look, I really think you you should do this. It's Tom Cruise. And I was like, thank you for calling back. (laughs) I was in traffic. I was being a jerk. So I went to this uh, place and uh, just like for an afternoon hung out. And the bad news is, is that I waited all day long and they never got to like my scene that I was supposed to do with them. But the good news was, is that I got to like chat with Tom Cruise a little bit. And he was, like I said, super cool, like totally engaging. He's like Bill Clinton. He knows who you Mm. are right away. He's like, Hey, what's up, man? Like super cool. And, and, and then I just, so they told me uh, at one point they're like, Hey man, it's getting late. Like, I don't think we're going to get to your scene. You know, and I was like, well, that's no big deal. Can I just hang out and like watch Tom? And they're like, yeah, whatever you want. So I just watched him do uh, the other scenes that he was doing. And it was this big speech that he has to make to like the general or, you know, I can't remember which one. But uh, yeah, they were writing it on the fly. It was written on like poster board and they were holding it like, you know, 20 yards behind the other actor's head so we could because they were changing the dialogue all the time and uh, it was late at night at this point and he was fucking tired and i thought like he's gonna like have a meltdown and like yell at somebody because it had been ch- changing this making so many changes like they're gonna piss him off he's gonna go christian bale on them and i want to watch this but he was so professional wow. and like super positive not in a fake shitty way he was just like going with the flow like helping everybody out like saying please to everyone like i I was like this motherfucker says please to like a guy carrying the you know microphones you know or whatever i was just impressed by his his the way he handled himself in this wasn't even really on set this was in like a fuck around not a fuck around but like in a a a situation when you know this wasn't going to be in the movie this was was like a dress rehearsal and uh, he was just really nice. Like oh. there was football on TV. I remember we were watching football, and he came in. And he was like making small. He was like Haha, sports. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. Tom. These are sports, Tom. That's right. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I just I was like, and then the what I really liked about him was uh, I was like, I want to see how he acts. Like I want to watch him act. And uh, I did notice that on every single take, he did something completely different. Like he would do one version of the speech where it would be like um, kind of like low energy or, or like almost like uh, angry or, and then he on the other take he would be like super cocky or whatever. And then on the next take he would be like uh, maybe not quite as, uh, as on his game, you know, like, like he was kind of searching for the words. Or and was it, he making those calls? Yep, you could tell oh, he, was, so cool. he was specifically doing totally different takes so that when they edited it together, they could choices. They would have just a million choices, and I was like, "Aha, that's, that's really smart." Because like that's like a voiceover approach, kind of. Yeah, because like know? yeah, because you know sometimes you do the same thing over and over, and you're like, "Well, I want to get it the way the that I this. think that yeah. I think it should be done." You're like, no, this is just give the director a million options, and they'll tell the best story. From yeah. Those. That's so I just cool. thought he was he was fucking. Smart. I love to hear stories like That's that. Great. I mean, maybe he is has got some like. Well, he definitely has insane beliefs, but I'm I do love to probably, hear like he could be a maniac. Yeah, I mean, he's probably had people killed, but, but good actor, fucking and yeah. nice person. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I just like it to hear when somebody that's really rich and powerful doesn't become an asshole. 
That's yeah. enough for me to And be I like, don't know that he's not an asshole. But, but he can set, pretend not to be an like, asshole yes, to people yes. that like help him make a Man, movie. so far, this seems like I'm a dick. I'm either... Why? Well, I'm dropping big names. Those yeah. are two kind of delicious stories. That's that all That came up I organically. I promise that's well, let's, all. Let's, Anything let's about drop, Oprah, please, please, please. Let's drop some, uh, some names that are recognizable now, but weren't when you started working with them. Because oh. you came out of UCB New York. Yeah. Um, respect to Montalban, which, yeah, if you look wow. at it now, is kind of like a super group of people. But at the time, was just a UCB sketch group, right? Yeah, that was... Um, well, you know, uh, that's a deep cut, by the way. That's going pretty far back. But uh, um, you guys yeah. came out and did Sketchfest in year that's like right. two or three, I think. That's it was right. early. It might that's have been right. three. Well, um, yeah, what happened was, you know how it is, like uh, back then UCB was they were putting together, um, you know, improv groups, like because it was early on and they would be like, okay, so they would just kind of randomly put you on an improv group. Yeah. And at some point we decided to like break up with our improv groups and kind of form this little uh this little uh mafia and it was like me and sheer and rob riggle and uh owen burke and uh, a bunch of people chad carter and um but anyway so uh yeah so it was sort of our first kind of like assertion of like well we're gonna try to do this for real you know because you know when you first start out and you're doing improv classes and stuff like that and like you know improv groups a lot of people are just at least in New York at that time, you'd be on some improv group with some guy that was like, well, you know, I do human resources yeah. for this company and everyone <laughs> right. thinks I'm funny. I'm a and funny like, guy in my department. Yeah. And I just kind of want to use improv so that I feel more comfortable making presentations at work. Well, that's not who you want to be performing yeah. with, you know? So, yeah. So we just decided like, no, let's get serious about comedy and let's start writing sketch shows and let's start putting stuff up. And so that's what that was. And it was a weird time to do because that's when I was doing sketch to a totally false people and yeah. we were we actually did aspen at the same time 2004 you were there with riggle doing kung fu grip mm-hmm. and we were there with kirk ward's solo show split in time in that little weird theater that was um, 2004 yeah 2004 i have no sense of time at all like it i'm terrible about it that. was a weird like i think i'm 1832 yeah i also think i'm like 19 <laughs> what was the time like? Am I nineteen? I, I think you are nineteen. So. Oh, because oh. that's the name of my album. <laughs> oh, well then, yeah. Great. You are what <laughs> Your you. Albums are like how old do you think album. you are? Seventy four. Rob, come on. It was a rough year. <laughs> um, so you guys were in Aspen. Yeah, and uh, and I remember we would just like walk around, and it was kind of like David Allen Greer would just kept walking back and forth at the little snow lodge or whatever. Yeah, and uh, but it was just a different time to do sketch because video wasn't prevalent yet. Yeah, it was sort of pre. Uh, YouTube. Yeah, so you did yeah. like transitions were were blackout, play some upbeat music, change as fast as you could. Yeah, or or how hopefully have people begin that weren't in that previous sketch, so you could get right to it, so people aren't sitting in the dark for too long. Yeah. Whereas now they just kick to a video or like pri- a good portion of their set, if not more of it, is pre-recorded is <laughs> yeah. versus is the live like Lonely sketches. Island stuff. Yeah. yeah, it's so yeah. weird. It's like, yeah. and everybody can make them easily then. If you wanted to make a video then, it was hard to do. And it was it, so hard nobody to make was videos to, back to play then. it. You yeah, know? yeah. That was also really scary because there were so many times, I remember doing shows around New York in the early days where we would try to do that. Like, okay, and then we'll put on this cool video and then it wouldn't play. And you'd be standing there with your dicks in your hand, yeah. like, oh no, it's not playing. Like, I, I remember getting so stressed about that. Like, oh, it's the worst. We did a thing one time. 
the uh, all the guys from Stella used to have a show in New York, and we did a uh, a bit in their show. And it, it, we were um, it was some sort of Blue Man Group sketch where we were like the new Blue Man Group. I don't remember what it was, but the whole thing built up to this one video, you know, punchline. And then we went to play the video, and it didn't play, and we were pissed. Like we just looked like dicks. Like, <laughs> oh, why did we rely on a video? Right, it's so yeah. hard. It's such such a different thing now. I remember yeah. one time we did this show at Sketchfest. Uh, it was Tinkle, which is the variety show that yeah. David Cross used to do. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Um, Todd Perry and I think John Benjamin. Yeah, and there. <laughs> We did it at the Eureka Theater, which is this like cool 200 seat theater. We do a lot of stuff, but it's technically an all ages venue. Like we don't restrict access there, and it's mostly adults that come or whatever. Sometimes there's some teenagers or whatever. And they did this opening video bit where it showed them off stage getting ready for the show, doing like their pre show rituals. And they're like, I kind of have a weird thing I like to do. I, I do too. I don't want to talk about it. I do too. Well, why don't we just say what they are in three? I don't know. It's embarrassing. Let's just do it one, two, three. And they both go, fuck a guy. What? And then it cuts to like literally. <laughs> hardcore gay pornography of a three-way with three different guys fucking each other but with their faces superimposed yeah. over the dudes yeah, yeah. and played in front of this thing and then 10 minutes into the show they realized that there was like a 12 year old in the audience oh, and he's like oh we just showed you hardcore gay pornography and the parents were with them or whatever and they thought it was hilarious the whole thing was funny and he's like well you know huh. whatever but uh, like video yeah, that ha- I feel like I've done that a lot I'm sure that I've ruined a lot of kids sometimes you just can't help it it's like you know you, if you don't if you don't make uh, an announcement before the show that there's going to be some really dirty stuff in the show it's like oh well you brought your kids to but the don't show. you have to expect if you're going like if you're a parent I th- I would think so. I mean, yeah. your mom, like, would you bring your, how old is no. your son? He's, uh, and, well, he's ready because he's 20 months. Oh, if he's yeah. 20 months, yeah, yeah. He needs to hear the F-bomb. Yeah, but at like 18 months, I wouldn't bring him no. to most shows. No. His album at 18 months wasn't good, but 20 months yeah, is great. Yeah, 20 album. months is beautiful. It's <laughs> he's haunting. his albums? Yeah, yeah. Oh, very, boy. very 18 good. months? Uh-huh. I gotta hear 18 months. I gotta 18 hear months. That was a Kanye ripoff that I just did. Speaking of like... Speaking of video, you used to do a show. I don't know if you still do it. It's a shit show. I don't. I haven't done it in a long time. That's funny you bring that up. I was just thinking about that. I should. I should revive it. It's really. Yeah, fun. we did the show. Thank you. Did you ever do it? I, I, I didn't do it, but I saw it at the. I remember seeing Tom Lennon's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle yeah. footage. Which yeah, the idea me. of the show was that I would get a bunch of actors on, and you had to bring um, a copy of the worst thing that you've ever. Been oh, in. that's awesome. So it's it, it was always like you know old commercials or industrials. And, that's great. Uh, you know, just weird uh, episodic stuff where you're like, you know, here's me in the background of CSI, you know, whatever. <laughs> and it was so fun because everyone has, you know, all of, of course, that. Yeah. You know, you have that. But uh, it, the the hard part about it was um, it became pretty labor intensive for people to find the stuff, you know, and get yeah, it. A lot of it was on VHS. Yeah, and, yeah, a lot of it was on VHS. And uh, it just, it, it, it became <clears throat> a lot of work and I, I became sort of lazy but it was so fun to do it. I would do it live at UCB every now and then. And um, now I might have done do it sketch with Sketchfest. You did Sketchfest one year, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's great. You should bring it back. Tom it's Lennon really was always the champion of it. Tom Lennon has, <laughs> oh man, because I think he came up, he definitely came up from Chicago and he did all these crazy industrial <laughs> like training videos for different companies and stuff like that. And he did this one uh, video with Jose Canseco, I guess. <laughs> Jose Canseco, I guess, got busted for cocaine, you yeah. know. And part of his sentence was he had to go and make all these PSA videos, public service announcements. And it was all like these anti-drug videos. And so like Tom Lennon 
is in these videos with Jose Canseco. And I think Tom Lennon plays the kid that does cocaine. And then like Jose Canseco, (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm I'm not doing this justice, (laughs) but like to see, you know, 15 year old Tom Lennon hanging out with Jose Canseco, it is fucking In a poorly scripted. Oh yeah. It's all like really, yeah, 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 yeah. And then he did another one. He did the Tom did. He's like the reigning champion of this of this genre of of stuff. But he did a uh, he did a thing for I think Konami is that a video game yep, company? That's yeah, the turtles thing. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so funny. <laughs> he so did good. A, he, he's clearly ripping off Michael J. Fox and Back to the Future. Yep. But I guess they didn't want to pay. Coffee desk and everything. Yep, and it like popped collar. And he's <laughs> like he he's 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 definitely like acting a lot like Michael J. Fox. <laughs> so. Good. in back to the future and it's just you know re- very poorly written copy about these video games it was a ninja turtle video yeah, game for teenage ninja turtles fuck man and it's like and and that alone and the graphics for the video game are so shitty and tom's so enthusiastic about it <laughs> and you know he's like 15 or 16 i think and just to see him do that and uh and you i know, think it course. even cuts to him at the end like in a ninja turtle outfit Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! It's yeah. phenomenal. It's oh great. my gosh, so there, that's was, amazing! It was just really fun to to have people set it up and explain it, and then show these terrible videos. I gotta do it again. I should just make it a TV show, like where you could come on because then it, oh, someone yeah. someone else could book it. And then they would come They'd on the and they would they show it. Go for that. Yeah. Well, could that? we get the rights? That's, to, that would be the hard part is clear. It would be hard to clear that stuff. stuff. Well, so a lot of times though, the fun of it would be like to see people on weird network shows. Yeah. Like Sarah Silverman came on and she was on, I think an episode of like Jag or something like that is Jag, um, uh, like Navy procedural yes, thing. Yeah. 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 So, um, I think she had to, she was on JAG and she was also on one of the Star Trek things, like maybe like Deep Space Nine. I, I can't remember. And the one, uh, the Deep Space Nine one, is that, was that a, a Star Trek yeah, show? it was. So at the, she was on one where she had to like kiss, like play a romantic, you know, scene with this guy who's like a space alien. You know, she's like, well, <laughs> it's like the end of the show. And she's like, well. I guess you got to go back to outer space and get out there and, you know, do, I'm, this is not a good Sarah <laughs> but she had to like make out with this guy who's got like prosthetic alien, alien makeup on, Aww. you know, and then they kind of like hold hands as his spaceship lands or something. Like I was like, yes, <laughs> so this is the best thing ever. Like it was so good. So it's all just like corny stuff like that. And well, if you ever bring it back, I got some doozies. So. Dude, it's so good. I had so many shitty commercials. Like I, you know, I came up doing commercials and you know, like a lot of people and fuck it's So it's so, oh man, I did so many bad ones. And so, uh, like just sincere ones, you know, they're like, once I got into doing like comedy ones, I was psyched because yeah. I did a bunch of like really sincere ones at first where I was like a dad and, um, you know, it's just, oh, it's brutal to watch. Like I would always come out to on stage at UCB stressed out. And just cause I knew what they were about to see of yeah. me. Like I'm like, all right, here it goes. I'm sorry. Yep. Here it, it's going to be awful. It's just humiliating, yeah. you know, to watch. It's that the stuff. cringiest. It's like yeah. humiliating, but everybody is in the same boat. And everybody, yeah. like, everyone got paid a little bit for these things in Absolutely. general, you know? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it was a stepping it stone. It was the best of times. Got. It was the worst so everybody sort of has I'm the still doing You don't ever get out of it, though. Like, yeah. you know, you do stuff, and it's like, oh, that didn't go well. Yeah. That movie sucks. That and I know it sucked, now. but I have to pay for my house. <laughs> right. It's like, you know. 
Mm, That's true. what happens. But you're also doing, I mean, I just want to bring it up because I know like we've been talking for a while. I've got to say, I love Transparent so much, and I love that in the array of all this comedy work you're doing, you get to do something like this, too. Oh, man, yeah. I mean, I'm really lucky amazing, amazing to do that show. Yeah, that show's like the bomb. I mean, it's so good. And like, talk about a show that is like just all great writing. Yes. You know? Like, yeah, I'm so lucky to even be like, I would be deep, deep background on that show. I would be like the guy, the waiter carrying, you know, the uh, half eaten shrimps back to the whatever. But uh, yeah, it's just like, it's such good writing on that show. And um, I'm psyched to be, you know, a, a small part of it, but um, yeah, it's cool. Season two is coming out on December 11th. I think that's so, right. I can't wait. Dude, I saw the first one. It's uh, so good. Like yeah. I, I don't ever say that about stuff because usually a lot of the stuff I do is not that good, but, uh, <laughs> but that show and I have nothing to do with the writing on the show, but it's, yeah, it's just solid writing and such good acting. Jay it, Duplass is yeah. my favorite. Like he's just so good on the show. It's like, so good. he's I mean, not an, even an actor. He's a director and he just, he, he came out of like you know uh just directing and i think yeah. he was just like oh yeah i could do this this seems like something i could but do but everybody's giving like the most honest performances yeah. i mean i don't know another show that is like as good on so many levels i just i love it because of i mean all the storylines are great all the things people are going through but they've put together a really interesting cast of people that don't always do this kind of work and mm-hmm. i think it makes it so much better like They've got a lot of comedy kind of people. I don't know. It's just I, I love the it's writing a cool and I love the tone of a show too because you know you could make the argument that it's not a comedy. Yeah, you know, it's not. It's not a like ha ha comedy. You know there is some funny stuff, but like uh, you know. I don't know what's going to happen moving forward with like the Emmys and stuff because there's a lot of crying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know, there's a lot of stuff that's like sad. But they um, reclassify like they did Orange is the New Black movie. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. That yeah. happens. But, Shows um, have tonal shifts. But changes. all that stuff too is is bullshit anyway. It's right. like who cares? Who right. cares? Like like if a show is good and entertaining and it connects with you on different levels, if you're like you know crying and then you're laughing the same show, like fuck yeah, that's I'm on better. Board with that. Yeah. I don't care like what you call this show, but um. Yeah, I mean, a lot of that is Jill. You know, she just is is a she is on a mission, and she is so good. Like the the vibe on that set is really like I, I hate to I don't want to like go overboard on it, but it's like a pretty magical vibe on that set. Like Everybody you, involved in every interview is like it's so it's a place of love. And I read an interview yeah. with her where she's saying like I just want to come there and take care of everyone and have everyone feel safe. That's what and she thank does. God it's for the best that. Thing. Yeah. Considering the subject matter and everything, like, yeah. And some sets can be joyous, and some sets can be a nightmare. It just depends on how there it all is goes never down. like uh, there's never a bummer on that set. Like yeah. no one is uh, no one is a bummer and everyone's like psyched to be there and when i've been there and and like i said i'm not on the show that much but like when i'm shooting i've noticed like she just treats everyone with such respect and she'll um tell people like you know just leave your cell phones in your trailer like Mm. let's just hang out and we'll just talk and you know not as not to be a dick but you know just forces you to connect connect with people and chat with people and she'll kind of make these little motivational speeches that are just like loose before we shoot she'll be like Hey, you know, good morning, everyone. I just want to remind everyone, like, how lucky we are to be doing this. Uh, like, a lot of people want to do what we're doing, and we're so fucking lucky that we get to go to work and get paid to make something cool and, like, that is art, you know? And uh, we're just lucky to do this, so let's just enjoy this time that we have because oh it's not going to last forever. And, like, 
you know, and she'll even like, I mean, not to, you know, of course you should do this, but a lot of people don't do this, but like she'll, she'll, um, single out background people and she, or not specific individuals, but she'll say, and also I just want to acknowledge the, the, um, you know, our, our background artists and just say like, you know, we're so glad to have you here. And like, you know, so she's very inclusive on all levels. And, and, and I'm only saying that because, um, you know, a lot of times when you shoot, like people don't talk to the background, like they're treated. Yep. And you should not do that. Like you should not do that. But a lot of people do do that. They think that there is a barrier. There's a divide between them and, Oh, these people are just, you know, uh, puppets and they just move around. But so she's just very inclusive and like, um, it's so cool to watch her have this happen for her. And, uh, and yeah, the show is so fucking good to watch. I'm psyched to be on it. I can't nice. wait for the second season. Well, That's the problem with binge watching the time between. Is I know just it just yeah. goes quick. And then well, they're like, going to oh, they're going straight into see that we're going to start shooting season three. Pretty, oh wow! Pretty quick. Oh yeah. my gosh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Let's do first. Okay, go every podcast. You watch a lot of docs, so I thought this would be perfect for you. Uh, what was the first documentary that you saw that made you actually change or consider changing a part of your lifestyle, or made you get involved in the cause or subject matter? Fuck, man. That's a... It's kind of... That's a good question. The first one that made me actually change or think about change? Yeah, either one. Because, like, I'm really good at thinking Thinking about about changing my life, but actually changing. Um, Wow. Wow. I mean, I I, I will say that I don't remember, like, the first documentary that I saw, but, like, I was blown away by Michael Moore stuff. I, Mm -hmm. I ended up... Um, being able to work for Michael Moore, or like in my early days when I was getting going, like uh, I got to work for him as a um, as a field producer for about a year. And uh, but but when I went when I first saw his like early stuff, like Roger and yeah. me and stuff like that, I was blown away because I um, just love the idea of like sticking it to the man, you know, yeah. like let's go into this company and let's fuck with them yeah. and let's like expose what they're doing. So that. Um, that didn't like make me think about like changing my life or whatever, but, um, that, that, um, I think inspired me in some way to, um, to think in that way, you know, and to like question what, what we are, uh, the bullshit that we are all consuming, you know, and the, and the, the control that the sound, I know I sound like a dumb idiot, but like the control of these fucking corporations, no, man, there's so that many they things put, we they're take so for granted, big, though. they're so <laughs> strong, but like, you know, I hadn't really thought about that before, but yeah. like companies are like way too big and way too powerful and they're all, um, merging together and they're all becoming more powerful it's and scary. like, it's kind of, it's not sort of terrifying. It is terrifying. Yeah. yeah. I agree. But, uh, so, the, so I think his stuff really like blew me away. Yeah. That makes sense. Vanessa, how about you? I love documentaries. I don't watch as many like social and political ones. I usually just like a story. Kind yeah. Of like what, like what, like what, give me a couple that you like. Um, I mean, I feel like I've watched everything on Netflix. I love something that's, I don't know, usually around like some sort of suffering woman or something mm-hmm. like that. And then I love any like historical documentary. I don't know. They're my favorite genre, but I don't like I feel really bad, but I can't watch Blackfish. Like I'm never going to go to SeaWorld. I'm never going to support it. But some of that stuff is too hard for me. But I think the mm-hmm. first one that was like political ish that or just social ish that made me question things more. It was so stupid, but it was super size me, I think. I didn't eat a lot of fast food, but and I, I mean, it's a, such a dumb experiment. And so, like, of course, if you eat a lot of shit, you're going to feel bad. But it was sort of the first time I thought about the way the uh, everybody mass consumes yeah, things. Yeah. I just hadn't ever like put my head on that before. And that kind of, I went, 
I was vegan for a long time. And I think that was probably about a year before I became vegan. And I think it just sort of got my wheels turning about, like, I hadn't really thought about factory farming. I hadn't thought about, like, how many cows go into one burger. All those gross facts. Yeah. Um, so that kind of got me. It's funny because, like, you, you, you I, I know, like, all of that stuff is, like, when I start going through Netflix, I'm like, oh, I should watch that. Oh, I should watch that. And then I don't ever feel like watching it. Yeah. And it's like, no, that's going to yeah. be a bummer. I really just want to, like you know get high and fucking watch something crazy <laughs> but, <laughs> but um but the but when you do uh, watch one of those like five minutes in you're like oh this is awesome yeah like, of course yeah. i should have watched yeah. this you know and it, it's and it's not a bummer usually no and all those food ones there was like a string of them yeah. for a while and now there's the one of the dumpster diving filmmakers that like survived on excess food for six oh, months wow. and i have watched a little of it but some of the facts are so sad like Farmers dispose of 70% of their crop because of cosmetic reasons. And, like, we literally have enough food to feed the world. Yeah. But liability, of course, is not happening. But just those Because this banana like, has a brown spot, like, we got to throw it away. Or, yeah, because yeah. no one will buy it. But so also, we're not going to donate it to a homeless shelter because then it's on us, if anything. Go- like, Well, all of that is, like, a big thing. Like, there's... They like the homeless shelters like can't take certain food yeah. from restaurants and stuff. It's like um, it's so messed up. Yeah, you should just like every restaurant should just have a thing at the end of the night where they just put it out back, but they can't because of liability. Like you yeah. can't just like put it on a big table. But and, couldn't you put it in like? I mean, I feel like this is a Nathan for you. Like we put it in like a dumpster <laughs> restaurant that, like by all standards, <laughs> is a dumpster but has like a tiny door for people to go into. Yeah, yeah. welcome There's to uh, Le Dumpster. Uh, <laughs> uh, welcome to Le Dumpster. <laughs> and they're not drinking any. But no, of course they. Uh, thimble for two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Cole, what about you? You know, it's hard. I don't watch a lot of docs. Yeah. I mean, Roger and me definitely did make. It meant a lot to me because I'm from Michigan, so yeah. it was nice to see Flint and all that stuff. It's like people don't realize like how economically repressed Michigan is yeah. and like how resilient the people there are. Um, There's a good one called, called De- Detropia. Have you seen that one? Mm-hmm. It's about Detroit. It's really no, good. I should watch that. Yeah. Um, and actually Super Size Me was in the film program at Aspen in 2004. So I saw it there mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it had like, it had a little button that they gave out at the screen that had the McDonald's archway and then it said obesity on mm-hmm. the bottom. So I definitely had that on my sport coat for a while. <laughs> uh, that was a thing. I don't know. It's like, it's hard for me. Like I like that. I mean, there's certain, I tend to like the ones that are like sillier, like Trekkies. I love the shit out of. Well, what about like mind blowing one? Like, did you see like, uh, the woman who wasn't there? Oh my God. It's so good. Dude. Fucking crazy. It's this woman. Wait, What's the other one like that with the guy that, um, uh, the imposter. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Talking about next flicks docs. (laughs) This is all like, my wife is like, shut the fuck up. Like all I do (laughs) is talk to my wife about, Netflix documentaries and podcasts and she's like we're get I, I just I got married like in January so I haven't even been married a year and my wife I think is so sick of me already like, I didn't know that you, you got were snot on me again yeah, asshole. I know yeah I'm worried that she's getting sick of me but uh but the woman who wasn't there I mean it's there's no way to not spoil it but you should still see it this woman is the becomes. She says she was in uh, the World Trade Center on nine eleven. Oh, she was right. One of the she joined all these support. Yeah. Groups. So she she oh. not only joined these support groups, she became the head of these support groups, and everyone loved her. And like, it's like I forgot her name, but it's like Barbara was the you know she and her fiance. And she died, was great at and like, yep. And she had this whole story about lab. it was very specific, and she was great at her job. Like she became like the you know, the leader of this group and like really got them out there and got them on SNL and like all this stuff. And everyone like loved her. 
And then she was not there at all. It's you know, kind of Dolezal-y. Made it in, up. Like, uh, or, you know, yeah, Rachel, in terms of like doing great things, yeah. good yeah, for you, but doing also, doing a great job. Wow, you're a crazy I just person. fudged the facts on this one thing. One and then somebody point. just came out, uh, like someone just got in trouble for the um, Boston. They had been lying about. Oh, really? Yeah, that just, uh, they got found out this week. Like, they again had, uh, it was it's another hard. woman I mean, who'd, like, yeah. who'd been really I active. claimed I was at Woodstock 94, and then <laughs> they found out, you know, I like, was it, bro? Uh, How was it? But it was um, uh, Limp Bizkit was great. Um, so, but so you don't like ones don't like that one? that just blow your I mind. I tend to just like when they're heavy. Like I tend to not turn them on. Like yeah, I tend yeah. like I love Young and Heart about these seniors that all sang Snakey <laughs> cool songs. Rock, yeah, rock like, and roll songs. Stuff like that. I'm easier. I have a better time watching. So yeah. there's a lot of good ones about pornography and so, sex industry. Yeah, you there's think like, just, oh, I'm gonna jerk off to this. And you're like, no, <laughs> no I'm no, not no, gonna, I'm gonna jerk gonna off to this at again. all. I was like, you would see that, and I go, but there's also just pornography. I could just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to see how the sausage is made. <laughs> right. uh, yeah, I'll take two. Um, well, let's, let's, uh, do- let's, I'm going to skip the build up because we're okay. yeah. in about seven minutes. So oh. let's get to your questions, shall we? Okay. Have you ever met an Olsen twin? Mm. Please, 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 please. No, oh. but we did a human giant sketch where we played the Olsen twins with very cheap paper masks to trick <laughs> Will Arnett uh, into thinking that he was fucking the Olsen twins. <laughs> it's a long story. <laughs> I think you summed it up. <laughs> well, that's too bad, but also a good, you know, good backup. Um, okay. If you were a judge on Shark Tank, yes, what please. are like the three criteria that you would want someone to woo you with? What are you looking for? Okay. That's a great question. Thank you. First of all, it would have to be a woman. Mm-hmm. Not for the reason you think. Okay. I'm not trying to get a little on the side when my wife isn't looking. <laughs> why do I make everything into a theme song? I don't know why. It's a good... Uh, but no, they, they recently have figured out that the only companies that have made any money on Shark Tank are the ones run by women. Oh. They went back and they looked at all of them. Wow. And I think that's true. I don't that's know. Does some internet jerk, don't email me and go, fuck you, that's not true. I think it's uh, pretty true. I think one of them did that. Like Mr. Wonderful did that. And he was like, oh, of all my companies, the only ones that have done well are ones run by women. Hmm. So, uh, you know, uh, so it would have a to lady. be run by a lady. Um, what criteria? Um, they already have. They would already have to be pretty successful. Like, I don't want any of these you don't dumb start fucking up. startups that, like, haven't done anything yet. Like, oh, we think it's a great idea. We're pre-revenue. Fuck you. Like, <laughs> sell some stuff. Show me that you're out there hustling, and then I'll come on board. Okay. Also, I have a question about mm-hmm. this question. Are you asking me because you know that I like Shark Tank, or, you, or is this a standard thing that you think? No, like I know Tank. you like Shark oh, Tank, okay. but also... I'm really interested because I have like a separate small business oh, really? and they, this similar thing like approached us and I was like, what are these places looking for? But yeah. I'm a woman. Okay. Keep going. Um, uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Two. I got that. And, um, that's a great question. Um, you, hmm. The Probably thir- a naturalistic presentation. Well, yeah, definitely your pitch has to be like rock solid and you have to know, here's the other thing. 
know your fucking numbers. Like people get on there and they uh, don't know the math yeah. of what it actually takes. Uh, so I would want to be in business with someone that knows their fucking math. Like yikes. there are all these dumb dumbs that get on there. Like I have a great idea for this thing. And then you're like, okay, well you're not going to be able to sell enough pickles to make money. You know what I mean? So no offense to pickle salesmen out there, but right. you have to have like a real hold on like the <laughs> financials. Pitching the- <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 that is the Classic stork talk. He's like, that's well, the that's tastiest pitch I've ever heard. So stupid. No one, no one knows what we're talking about. Classic fans. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that would be my third thing is that you have to know your numbers. Like, Ooh, you that's to tough. It is tough, but that's fucking business. It's that's not business, easy. Honey. It's not easy. Yikes. Okay. Okay. If there was a three-day cave fight with Jeffrey Tambor and Gabby Hoffman, who would win? I'm imagining a cave fight is you what just is put them in fight? a cave for three days. Uh-huh. Roll a are these questions it? that you guys wrote or people emailed in? No, these actually, are fun. Because um, sound like you were drinking a lot of wine. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. No, I would never. <laughs> um, and a, a three-day cave fight between yeah. Jeffrey and Gabby? Yeah. Gabby would win in the first five minutes. Gabby is. I thought um, the three days might change it because no, it's like a long. Gabby game. doesn't mess around. Gabby, <laughs> Gabby can be. Um, she, she's yeah, she's a smart lady, and she would she would outfox Jeffrey. I think Jeffrey's such a sweet guy. He would let her, you know, he, he beat would, the shit out of him. Yeah, for sure. She. How do you think she would get him in like a muck hole or something? Uh, well, in a cave, I imagine she would what boulder like his head or something. boulder to the head or push him on a stalag. Stalag. Might. Might. Tights yep. or top. Yep, the mites go up from the bottom, so she would push him down, and it would go Splinter through the back through of his, his head. Yeah, yeah and just right. like. <laughs> so sorry. By the way, has that. anyone been killed like that in a movie? We just gotta. We gotta write a movie. Oh yeah, about this that. is good. This yeah. is good. We stuff. got it. Shark Tank. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, <laughs> sharks. This is a movie where people get killed by falling on stalagmites. And the numbers are, are I'm in, out. and they're I'm good. Out. Bye. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Each leg might not make it through the night or something. Fucking you know? cold, um, man. You got it. Script doctor. Oh yeah. Script doctor. You got the goods for Hollywood. I got the song ability right here, me and Adele. I got the beverages. I'll bring the beverages to set when you're thirsty. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Wait, next question. Uh, uh, What was the most disturbing moment of Queen of Versailles for you? Um, the fact that the, thank you for asking, uh-huh. by the way, if you, and I, and I will tell everyone listening, if you have not seen Queen of Versailles, have you seen that Cole? Oh my God. I know. You like that one. You like that one. You like that one. I heard I should. It's, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's enough comedy in there. I mean, oh, it's, okay. it is an, I've heard it's unbelievable. My, did you say the most upsetting part or the my most favorite disturbing, part? disturbing. But most it's disturbing part, I think, is that the, and if I'm, it's been a while since I've seen it. I believe the housekeeper lady Living lives in, in, the, doll in the dollhouse. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's a, horrible. That's a little... And that she's, like, very happy. Well, that, that woman, that's Paul Shear, uh, got that woman to do their most recent Real Hot Wives. <gasps> uh, oh, wow. in La- I think the most recent one Las was in Vegas. Las Vegas. Yeah. Vegas yeah. And so she is totally gettable. Like, like oh, I, for- I forgot her name, but she was like, yep, I'll be there. Sure. Wow, And I think she was kind of a nightmare. No. Don't tell anybody she was sort of a nightmare. <laughs> Fucking train wreck. Not Tom Cruise. Not at all. Tom Cruise professional. I got really sad that there's a shot when the lizard is dead in one of the kids' room. Yep. And it's just a sign of, like, the 
intense decay everywhere. Of oh, like, there's dog shit all I mean, everywhere. I mean, there's it's yeah. the it's most frightening. But the yeah, the dollhouse is definitely like not not good. Bummer, <laughs> bummer, <Please>. ma'am. <laughs> all right, last question. Um, Do it fast. We're yeah, technically you a, a wizard, and he gives you a choice between two punishments. You must either nibble the chocolate off a one-pound bag of peanut M and M's cleanly every day. So you're just eating the chocolate off. You're leaving the peanuts and spitting them into a bowl, or you get a draft king's tattoo on your neck. <laughs> did you bring up DraftKings because you know how much I hate them? Mm-hmm. How did you know that? Uh, you know, I, I really make fun of them a lot. Mm-hmm. It's not hard to know about you. Dicks. I, I, I just imagine them. I don't even know them at all. I just imagine them being fucking dicks. All of them. How can they not? Okay. DraftKings, bro. We're doing it. We're gonna go fucking. <laughs> Uh, I can't even finish my sentence. Meanwhile, it comes at the boredom. It's just a bunch of guys like in suspenders and little little. They're geniuses, glasses. yeah. They're probably nerds that are geniuses and they fuck piles of money. <laughs> um, what? So so eat chocolate. I gotta go. Well, a wizard. You, what was the beginning of the question? You, I, I made mean, a him wizard. Angry. Oh, I made him and angry. He's giving you a so the worst punishment is the DraftKings uh, tattoo on the neck. You don't think every day for the rest of your life, nibbling the chocolate off peanut M and M's and spitting out the peanuts out of a one pound bag? That's to me that sounds horrible. One day, maybe you're gonna I gotta have walk stained around fingers with a DraftKings <laughs> tattoo on my neck. Yeah, that's not fun no. for anybody. Okay, well. Last night at about 1 a.m., I thought that this one was really going to get you. <laughs> oh, this will oh, have him boy. scratching this his head. <laughs> uh, well, you made it all the way through, Rob. Uh, Transparent Season 2 comes back December 11th, and you have another a film coming out, Night Owls, right? Yeah, uh, I did Ooh. this movie with uh, Adam Pally and uh, Rosa Salazar, and they're really the, the it's all, the movie's all them. Um, and Are I, you the owl? Me and Tony Hale and Peter Krause, oh. Krause. pop up every yeah. now and then. But uh, but Pally and Rosa Salazar are super funny in this movie. It's called uh, Night Owls, and that comes out December 4th. Sweet. Yeah, birder. Check those things out. Uh, you can follow Rob on uh, Twitter and things, at Rob Hubel, I believe. That's um, me, at Rob Hubel. Yep. I'm at Cole Stratton. I'm at Vanessa Ragland. The podcast is at PMC Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks for being here, Rob. Thanks Yay! for having me. You're wonderful. Subscribe to the Pop My Culture Podcast on iTunes. Check us out online at popmyculturepodcast.com and follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs>